Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wait. What's Goose Juicy's six-pack? Child, let me tell you. Goose juicy six pack. Goose juicy six pack. Oh, 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 oh. Goose juicy six pack. Goose juicy six pack. What's up, gang? It's Goo, and it's time for Animaniacs because they're coming back. Hulu picked up two seasons of the show to the max, so I figure, why not talk about this 1990s version of the Looney Tunes and do a six-packs? Joining me is a guy with Bologna in his slacks, PCP's Billy D. It's not Dana Delaney, although that is mentioned in the open, and that was like a huge thing for me when I was a kid, because I loved that. But uh, yeah, I'm here and I'm cute, like duh. So let's talk Animani with Billy Delaney. Animani six-packs. Hope it's not wax. All right, Billy, we got to figure out who the six best characters are on this show. And I guess we can just kind of run down who's here, who's on the board. Of course, you have the Warner Brothers and sister, Yakko, Wacko, and Princess Angelina Contessa Louisa Francesca Banana Fana Bobesca, or Dot. Call her Dottie and you die, though. Of course, you don't want to call her Dottie. She hates it. It's too cute. So out of these three, I would say that Yakko and Dot are the two better of the bunch. When I was a kid, Wacko was my favorite. Obviously, voice-wise, it's a Ringo Starr impression. I've got to go party. I actually watched all of his songs on that today, yeah. Burped all of his songs. Does all the cartoon tropes, a lot of slapstick humor. But if you're looking for more of the fourth wall breaking, that's Yakko. And then maybe consistently funny is Dot. I think Dot is the most consistently funny overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was, if I was to put my own list together, she would be my number one. Okay. She didn't have as many good songs. She only had like a couple of really no. good ones, but she had the most consistent good gags. But if you're looking at good songs, it's all Yakko. Yakko taught me my states, how to do math, countries, presidents. Wacko was actually the states. Everything else was Yakko. So Wacko was the states and Wacko yeah, also burped uh, opera too. Yes. Yes, he did. That was the Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana. I could do it all within like the third or fourth grade. When I was a kid, I would listen to Disney radio every weekend, every Sunday, and I would call in for one of their songs. Even though it was Warner Brothers? They would always play it. It was, it was they kids, would? kids radio, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that was a thing. So Yakko is the eldest of the Warner Brothers and sister. He's the straight man. Yakko, middle child, the dumb goofball, Dot, youngest, cutest. She also fingered prints one time. That is one of my favorite things where she's just holding them. No, no, no. Fingerprints. And he even like slaps his head. Yep. That's why the show is so good. I thought it you said fingerprints. It was amazing because they were just so like ahead of the time with all of their jokes. They had like that Disney-esque vibe that they have now where like the jokes are mainly for the adults. Well, I would even kind of compare it to like it's a lesser Ren and Stimpy 
when trying to compare it to other shows that have adult jokes within a child show, but also kind of like Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, it's a lot more like Rocco's Modern Life, where there's like the the choky chicken and stuff, where mm-hmm. they just drop references. There's they a proctologist like- who plays his tongue like a guitar. That was in yeah. Rocco, wasn't in this show. Let's move on to the other stars of the show, Pinky and the Brain. We'll start out with the brain first, a lab experiment, and a spot-on Orson Welles impression by Maurice LaMarche. The brain, I think, has more standout episodes than Pinky. Pinky was the dumber of the two, although technically is the genius, because one is a genius, one's insane. The brain is insane, doing the same thing over and over again to the same result. Pinky actually saves brain or would save brain if he had listened to it as advice throughout all of the episodes and that's kind of the trope that really brain is the childish one and pinky actually always has the right idea but i think the brain has two of my favorite segments of the show they've ever done which is when the brain goes into a recording studio and records his episode of animaniacs and he does all the orson welles commercials and then also when he becomes a country singer and it's this little mouse with these giant legs, these giant pencil-thin legs. And he's walking around, and he's making this country song to trick everyone or to, uh, what's the word here? Hypnotize. Hypnotize everybody into doing his plan. He does that with everything. I think one of his plans that was my favorite was when he went on Jeopardy to try and win money and like win the world's affection. They also became childhood like stars and then went away, hoping that when they came back, they'd be overwhelmed by it. But all the kids wind up being dumb from it. Mm-hmm. So... That was one of my favorite things. The theme song is great. I actually like Pinky a little bit better, even though okay. I wasn't able to get his pop figure. I only have the brains. I got them both, but they're also Max. So let me go on to Slappy and Skippy Squirrel. No offense to Skippy, but Skippy kind of stinks. Slappy is the aunt, self-aware character, breaks the fourth wall a ton. She's got two really standout episodes. The Woodstock episode, where she goes back with Skippy, and then... When Skippy finds out that Bambi's mom dies. Oh, and they actually go and see the actress who played Bambi to, yeah. to reassure him. Mm-hmm. She was great because, like you said, she broke the fourth wall and she was like an aged character. She was like an aged character you. who was from like a 1940s cartoon. And she was she, she had like one of the best tropes all the time where she was constantly pissed off. My favorite one is when she's going out and on a walk and she throws a can and somebody else is recycling. And then that lady comes out and is like, oh. Could you uh, take that out? Do you have a problem? And then she's like, no, but now you do. And I actually watched a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff today. That happened to the the writer and the voice of Slappy, so she turned that into an episode. Mm-hmm. Then we go on to Dr. Otto Scratch and Sniff, who is the father figure to the Warner Brothers and sister, is a psychiatrist and also has past patients like Peter Lore, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. That's one of my favorite things, too. There's so many adult references. I think I said before they mentioned George went out of nowhere. But well, he's such a great... You can thank Steven Spielberg, who was actually really hands-on the first season, second season. Yeah, his kids actually chose a few of the characters out of like the bunch of like which ones would be in the show. Mm-hmm. But Auto Scratch and Sniff, I think it's in the first episode where they do the Don't Know What the Monkeys Won't Do song, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite songs of the entire show, and the show's just stacked with good ones. But he starts out with hair when he's like going back, telling the story of the Warner Brothers, and he's just slowly ripping it out. He would definitely be high up on my list for a, uh, a six-pack that we're doing here. We go on to the Good Feathers, who were pigeons, but they were good fellas. It's fine. Stand out. It's a standout one here. Which one is it for you? So for me, none of them stand out because they're all the exact same. I think it's a really funny concept, but when trying to do it over and over again, I think it kind of loses its luster. Maybe a standout would be... I don't know, Pesto? My favorite is Pesto because he's the Joe Pesci. Yeah. And the other one's Bobby, obviously, uh, Robert De Niro, and then Squints, who's the character from uh, 
Goodfellas the whole time. But Pesto does the same bit every time, and I still find it hilarious to this day. Mm-hmm. I was just watching a few of them where he's like, you talking to me? What does what, that mean? Like, once funny, again, like a clown? I think it's a really funny concept. It's really stupid. It's really funny. But then trying to do it over and over again for 100 yeah. episodes. Eh. Hello, Nurse. She's Hello, there. Nurse is pretty good. She's there Kinda for one, one reason, though. but... Yeah, sex appeal. Hello, Nurse. That was trying to be their catchphrase, I think somebody said. They were trying to make that like the Bugs Bunny, what's up, Doc? Yeah. Didn't really catch on to quite that, uh, no. that stature. And then Rita and Runt. I thought they were the worst. Their standout is... Not necessarily them, but the fact that they tried to do a Les Miserables episode with all the characters and they centered 22 minutes of a child's programming around doing a spoof of Les Miserables. I believe it was called Les Miseranimals. Les Miseranimals? There we go. I just skip that one anytime it comes on. They weren't my favorite of no. the bunch. I kind of like, I would put all of those like little, the Randy Beeman kid and the Mr. Skull ahead of both of those characters. Why am I blanking on the chicken's name? What was the chicken's name? Oh, the giant. I think it was just giant chicken, right? No, it was something really stupid. Oh, my God. Because I was looking at a lot of his stuff earlier. Once again, a lot like the Good Feathers. I don't know how many times you could possibly do this bit with the chicken, but it's a chicken who dresses like a man. And chicken then, Boo, right? Who is it? Chicken Boo. Thank you. Chicken Boo, who would just dress like a man and then go out and try and, and <laughs> just try and be with the people. But they wouldn't realize he was no. a chicken no. until he took off like the hat and they were like oh my god it's a chicken all right so we have laid out the characters that we think should be in here but now we need to whittle it down to six billy so who are you taking out you're taking out rita and runt definitely i don't like them at all hello nurse bit too thin of a character yeah she's not great you want to leave pesto in there possibly i like pesto i'm a big pesto guy he is like you said like they are it's hard to recreate the magic of that skit Mm -hmm. every time but he always gives me a chuckle. Dr. Auto Scratch and Sniff. We'll leave him in there for right now, but I feel like he's going to be cut very soon. Ooh. Slappy Squirrel will be in there. Skippy will not be. Then Skippy sucks. I think for right now, until we cut down again, the Brain, Pinky, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot are all still eligible. Yeah, I think we can't have both Pinky and the Brain and the Warner Brothers and their sister Dot, though. That's kind of a, That feels a little too stacked. To- it's a cop-out, but they're also the best of the characters, Bill. I mean, I would take Pinky out. Alright, fine. We'll take Pinky out. So, right now, Warner Brothers, Sister, The Brain. Then, we need to leave Slappy Squirrel. I would cut Pesto. At number six is Dr. Auto Scratch and Sniff. Fair. I like that. I think that works out well. Don't know what the monkeys won't do. Then we go at five. I would go with Wacko. Ooh, Faboo. Which one do you like better? Do you like Wacko or Yakko? Which one you like? Yakko has the better segments the better songs yeah. the better tropes but i like yakko i'm a backwards hat guy really appreciate that and just as a kid he was my favorite once so again as a kid he, he was my favorite i was a middle child so you would always be like oh yakko wacko dot i was always wacko but watching it a little bit older he's not the best i give him the five spot there. okay let's give him the five i would then go with slappy squirrel here she was great i went back and think i thought maybe i didn't like some of her episodes but she always kills it with like mm-hmm. her humor and like the, the villains that surrounded her like her old-timey villains coming back to get her in real life yeah was always pretty good then i would go with yakko in the three hole yeah that's a good three hitter because he just had he had all the good songs and also i think he was the most used character by far he did Everything he usually fought the villain head to head every time, whether it was the villain, the whether pirate. it was the devil, whether <laughs> it was the Grim Reaper, whether it was William Shatner, whether it was Michelangelo's David, it doesn't matter. That was the other thing, too, that like this thing, if you go back and watch it, still hits today for the most part. There are some misses with some president jokes, but the Michelangelo stuff, even the um, the EM sequels, 
equals MC square guy that why why my book Albert Einstein. How are you forgetting that? <laughs> they went back through history. It was yeah. that was I think the most fun because it was a pretty good learning experience for a kid too. Then we're down to two here. We got to figure out who's at number one. Is it the brain or is it Dot? I got to go Dottie, number one. She was my number one when I started to make a list of characters just because she stood out by far the most with her jokes. She always had the kind of inappropriate jokes and her flirting with guys like, um, what's his name there? The, the, the crazy guy from, uh, why am I blanking on his name too? Mel Gibson. I think we go Brain here. I think that Brain was my favorite. And although it pretty much just was an Orson Welles impression, the way that they had him weaving in and out of so many different storylines. He got his own spinoff series where he was the main focal point. And like I said, I think two of my favorite segments are brain segments. So I think... Yeah, I'd give it to him. I don't think you can really argue. I think he is the other... He's certainly the standout guy so, aside from the three kids. So I'm going to say brain. And what we're going to do, Billy, we're going to put up a poll, maybe put up all of our top four, say, hey, who was the best? See where that goes. So what we have here, what we decided on, the six-pack, Billy, at number six is Dr. Otto Scratch and Sniff. At number five is Wacko. At number four is Slappy Squirrel. At number three is Yakko. At number two, but a very close two, is Dot, or by her real name, Billy, what is it? Angelina Contessa Gabrielle. It's uh, Princess Angelina Contessa Louisa Francesca Banana Fana Bobesca. Wow. I did have it written down. I just couldn't pull it up. To... Come on, Billy. Or dot, up to you. Or dot. And then at number one is The Brain. That's a pretty damn good list for uh, the six characters from Animaniacs. We showed you ours, now show us yours. Head on over to at Mac and Goo Podcast on Twitter and tell us your six favorite characters from the Animaniacs. Before you guys leave, hey Bill, want to plug yourself? Sure. I uh, host a show with my buddy Jason Rossi called the Pop Culture Piledriver, or PCP for short. You can find us at Pop Culture Piledriver. Get hooked, get on, get addicted, whatever you like. Uh, check us out on Twitter. We just put up a uh, response video to a Mac and Goo podcast. Check it out. I still don't get it. You're just saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But was it sexy? No. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.